Nope. Yep. Go. <laughs> yep. Are we going? Yeah. We yeah. Are. We're going. Yeah. Hello. We are a Bang Bang Podcast. My mm. name's Andy, and my name is Stephen. And uh, Mister Mister you, <laughs> Mister Stephen, like something like one of Basil Brush's. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, there's a reference there for anyone under the age of uh, 50. Instead of some bloke with a, his hand up a stuffed fox's ass, yeah. I just have to deal with a middle-aged balding cunt. <laughs> right, well, I hope everyone is all right. So, yeah, we're a Bam Bam podcast, and we talk about... Bollocks. Bollocks, generally, yeah. With a slant towards wrestling, I suppose. With, with paying a slight nod to the world of wrestling, which hasn't treated us particularly well in this past week, no. fuckers. Well, I suppose we should... We should. We, we need to address things, we do need to address they, because it, it's we? fucking all over Twitter. And may I say, Twitter, it's turning you into a more droning bunch of fucking boring cunts than you already are. Yeah, that's two cunts already we've had in the first one minute. So, yeah, um... I'm not in a position, I don't... Uh, being uh, a, both a rapist and a paedophile, yeah, and he's not in a position <laughs> to say anything about the current state of British wrestling. I'm not in a position to... to uh, a lot of people who follow us on Twitter are big British wrestling fans. And well, being, being, <laughs> being wrestling fans based yeah, in Britain. A lot but I, wouldn't, I wouldn't class myself in that. A lot of people who follow us go to live events and travel yeah. up and down the country, probably paying good money and buying merch for a lot of these people who've been exposed over the past week so I can't imagine how that feels to be in a position where these people well, I'm, are I'm in that position to, yeah. a, to, to a degree yeah um, over the last week I have publicly slated Progress Wrestling for their response to all this stuff it was not good enough no it was um, Smack too much of of nothing to do with us with their line of we don't have anybody on a contract we we just employ independent wrestlers what they do on their own time is their business that's yeah. ju- that was just fucking rubbish yeah um, they do have a duty of care we're we're both we're both medical healthcare professionals yeah yeah and we have a duty of care to everybody who walks through the door yeah they have that same duty of care. To their audience, uh, their wrestlers, um, and the behaviour of the wrestlers in and around what they do, because it reflects badly on progress if they're not seen to be doing that. And I don't think they got that. Um, so I've binned all my progress merch. Mm. I've unsubscribed to their pay per view. Yeah. Have you? I can't get on that anymore. Then. Nope. No, okay. I never really, very rarely did anyway. But um, and and I've and I've called them out on it. Yeah. Via Bang Bang Podcast Twitter page. Thanks. Yeah, I think um, especially in their case, they were a company that very much prided themselves on being the whole "don't be a dick" thing, and they're always kind but of. But strangely enough, when I was on Facebook and a member <laughs> yeah, of their yeah. their Progress fans uh, page. They were pretty much all dicks. Yeah. So so there's there's a but yeah there's a thing. But for yeah for those people that um obviously dealing with having all these people they've been fans of and as regarded as sort of heroes that kind of thing it's you know I can't I can't even imagine how how that feels so um it's yeah but it, to be honest I. 
wasn't surprised when this sort of stuff came out. I'm surprised at how all pervasive it is. But if, even if you listen back to our podcast, there's a lot oh, yeah. of mention of 80s, 80s TV celebrities that were either yeah. and most of the sexual rest predators or paedophiles. <laughs> um, yeah. It goes back to the Hollywood casting couch syndrome mm-hmm. and, and recently Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's everywhere. Blokes generally are fucking assholes. Not the best, are they? No, we're, we're, <laughs> no. We're, we generally tend to fuck up on every level. Um, yeah. It's always been a part of the music industry that that sort of shit goes on. I'm, I was very much a part of all that touring, and but I worked with a band, Mega City Four, whose main aim was to look after everybody that came to the gigs and my job as their tour manager at the time was to look after people and make sure that they had places to stay that they got lifts back to where they needed to go because a lot of people followed them around and and we generally took the ethos of their the band themselves who who were just we will look after people and us as the crew did that Um, I don't think anybody was taken advantage of. And it was a it was a good it was a good thing to be part of. So in a in an industry where it's rife, yeah. <clears throat> I think Mega City Four were a shining example of, of how to treat people well. So it doesn't have to be that No, way. no. And that's and the only like, thing, there's yeah. any there is any small positives that come from this that maybe this will be a a moment where things will change. I, th- I think too many and, and some other promotions like um, ICW for instance apparently that and Fight yeah. Fight Pro mm. were, it, it, that was that seemed like the worst place yeah. and the worst predators were there some of the allegations are kind of just 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 sickening yeah it, Oh, just yeah. makes me angry so because they we're letting so many people down as a, as a species, the male species. We're letting so, but it doesn't just stop. It just doesn't stop at female fans or female talent. It's it goes on to transphobic behaviour. It, it it goes yeah. into homophobic behaviour. It goes into general bullying for people who should know better. It, it, it's just, and and it's one of the areas that me and Uncle Dan actually agree on. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did wonder why you started calling him Uncle Dan. <laughs> I had no idea. It was just something you come out with. But yeah, I know he didn't have any input from creative about his new. Gimmick, no, no, but, um, no, no. Uncle Dan, if you're out there, we will be like Team RKO. <laughs> And yeah. we will produce a podcast in ten years, a cinematic podcast, oh, where we'll tell everybody it's the best podcast ever. So listen, I said this week we'd do the questions. We'll do the questions early first, yeah. Before get we in. get too drunk, get them in, and then we give some random stupid answers. So one of Dan's questions, Uncle, Uncle Dan, Dan. <laughs> Uncle Dan the third, the Uncle third Dan member, the third, the third member of the podcast. <laughs> he um, he asked us. If there is any wrestlers who haven't produced an autobiography who you'd like to produce an autobiography and actually who would you if you could uh, 
you could pick someone. Travis, but no. Um, Jordan <laughs> Depp, no. Uh, Joe <laughs> Cop, no. Um, Joey Ryan. <laughs> Joe, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. That, Joey Ryan, is yeah. the wrestling version of Jimmy Savile. <laughs> of, of sexual That's not predi- a gimmick. A sexual predator and paedophile who whose gimmick was that he was a sexual predator and paedophile. I don't think, was that Jimmy Savile's gimmick? Yeah, yeah, he was a, he was, he was a paedophile in plain sight, Jimmy Savile. Oh, no, yeah, and but Joey I'm not Ryan's sure if, the same yeah. in the wrestling world, isn't yeah. it? The, the, any stories about him are just, yeah. he was a sleazy fuck. Yeah, but that was, that was his, yeah, that was his gimmick. And, but yeah. that was his gimmick, and yeah. it turns out... Turns out, yeah. Well, they say him these, getting they people said to hold they, his dick... They always said that they, they, like, with the Stone Cold Steve Austin personalities... Just your own personality. It turned up to, turned up to ten, didn't it? Yeah, but that's the, <laughs> that's that's a lot of Joey Ryan. Uh, yeah, and and we yeah. need to ask those questions of people who, because that's a widely held belief that people's successful gimmicks are just an amplified version yeah. of their own personalities. Mm. Why didn't somebody call that fucking shithead out? Well, years ago. The answer they were going it to answer, it asked. It yeah. sort of also raises questions about how much Candice LeRae knew. She well, yeah. claimed she was yeah. not privy to it, but she's a fucking intelligent woman. Yeah, we don't know, do we? But, but yeah, we don't know. The same with the stuff with. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do her down because I'm. I'm. I'm a fan of her work. That's the you, thing. We don't that, know that, how that, much coercion and things like that the, has gone on. With the Matt it, Riddle so. stuff, isn't There are gonna be people who are getting. Yeah, but again, is it because we, like, we like Candice LeRae and we like Matt Riddle? We're kind of like, well, it doesn't seem like Joey Ryan is like, yeah, Joey, <laughs> Joey Ryan's but definitely. But again, yeah. Jordan Devlin said, really, I, he has really vociferously denied any at all these things. So yeah. there are going to be people out there who are getting targeted yeah. who actually probably but, aren't. Yeah, but the sati- statistically so wise with these things, it will it will be interesting to see where mm. the chips lie because you've got people like Legero and Travis Banks, yeah, who have awkwardly admitted culpability. Mm. Um, they tried to put a spin on it, and Marty Scurll as well. Yeah, they yeah. Did, but but they've all admitted it. So mm. right, should we answer not Uncle quite, Dan's not original um, question? We're going to carry on with this, <laughs> but it. Some some of them have said right. I'm getting my getting my lawyers yeah, involved. Yeah. So I I'm not saying they're guilty. I'm not saying they're innocent. Yeah. But it will be interesting to see those people who have got lawyers involved yeah. where that ends up and will there be retractions? Because there's going to be some there accusations be, yeah, yeah. that on the back of that yeah. that are going to be false. But so we have to be careful. We don't get clouded by oh you wouldn't. No, no, no. You wouldn't and, uh, think uh, it of he Matt Riddler is, is just just a name out there, but he's another one who's vociferously said he's he's been targeted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think there there is more evidence out there to, to suggest that he's not. Well, as, we'll see. But we'll see what time comes will tell. Out. So right, what was the question? Uncle Dan's question was wrestlers' autobiographies that you'd we, like to see. I would like to see um, or read even because you wouldn't be able to see them, would you? CM Punk, I suppose. I think he's probably had one done, hasn't he? Not, I don't, not, I don't think he's done one himself, has I, he? To be honest, I think it would be quite boring. Probably. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it would yeah. be woke up, trained a lot, 
But putting the stuff a, before wrestling would be had a Pepsi more interesting. Um, yeah, berated everybody for not um, being straight edge. I don't think his would actually would be a. I suppose before wrestling would probably be quite interesting. Yeah. But he got to that point where he became straight edge, and um, um, I'm trying to think of some other people. Has Ted DiBiase released one? I think he has. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I watched a, I watched a, a yeah. I watched a, a documentary that Ted DiBiase Jr. did on him. Yeah. And it was fucking rubbish. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Don't recommend That's that one. Um, right. Jake the Snake Roberts. He hasn't had one done, has he? I don't think he's written a book, has he? There's been, there's, I mean, as that we discussed be, last week, that would be interesting to see. There's quite a few films and yeah, documentaries and that kind of thing. His take on on other things. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I think we asked. Did we answer that question? Not really. No, no not really. No. I don't think. I'd be quite interested to um, to get somebody that was heavily involved with ECW to do something. So maybe somebody like Bubba Ray Dudley. Yeah. I was thinking maybe uh, more Dean Malenko, yeah, or because um, he's he's gone through all three of the yeah bit, the big three at the time. Or he's Mark Lewin, all those. or uh, <laughs> Bugsy McGraw, um, Rick Martel's. But he's done quite a bit. That that from a yeah. from an interesting story point of view might be good. Yeah. Right, we'll move but on. Yeah, yeah. Next is. Morty Jr. He asked if you could be a member of any sitcom family. What what sitcom family would you choose to be a member of? Um, I probably like to have been in Dad's Army. It's not a family though, is it? It is when you're you dis, <laughs> you dissing Warmington on scene. I'm not dissing Warmington on scene. You, you're dissing the whole home guard, are you? I, I, that's not an actual. I'd, I'd have been. A, I'd, I'd have been. They were, they were brothers, were they? <laughs> no. Um, probably the Munsters. The Munsters, yeah. Um, I would have said the. Co- you can't say the Cosby Show, can you? Anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we can't have that one. Rapism. Let's have. Pedophilism. Um, Pass that bollock, no mate. Let's have. I'd be related to Dell and Rodney Trotter Mm. so I could turn up at their flat beat the shit out of the pair of them (laughs) and shut them out of the 15th floor yeah obviously that that flat famously is just outside uh, Ashton Gate yeah 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 that's that's, That's Mandela House that's down in Ashton isn't it yeah yeah Yeah. Mandela House is in Bristol people yeah Millwall Chris is in Bristol (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't think of anything Interesting to say. So that's that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Morty Junior must try harder <laughs> with your questions. I'll figure something later on. I'll come. I'll come up with something later. Um, it, it doesn't help that Andy is a dull, dull man. I am quite a dull person. Uh, Derek, 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 Derek. He Derek, asked. Uh, so he had a general question. Ooh. What do we think of the current? wrestling situation with no crowds being there and how long you know I, I don't like it medical opinion do we think it'll be till crowds are allowed back I think it'll be a long time before the size of crowds that um, WWE and AEW yeah. will, would need to make it 
financially viable to do house shows again. I think it'll be a long time before them, yeah. their thing. Um, going into slightly off to one side within that question, the yeah. response to the COVID testing yeah. in in both. Um, I think I think the WWF, WWF, WWE. <laughs> yeah. Underestimated. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the problem. Um, and now they've been forced to test people, <laughs> yeah. people that were probably positive all along, mm. but aren't, aren't. I don't think it's as it's as bad as everybody's made out. A couple of people have got it twice, but they probably haven't got a lot of symptoms. What the yeah the WWE the, like, tests. Yeah, like yeah. That. But I still, they weren't doing any. I, th- I think AEW's response is admirable. Um, yeah. They've been a bit more transparent about it and they've actually pulled people from the shows who have tested yeah. positive. I think... Or been in contact with people who tested yeah, positive. And yeah, and I, I think, I think yeah. the shit that Rene Young's getting at the moment is fucking ludicrous yeah. and, and a lot of AEW bias fans people need to, to grow the fuck up. Again, people are idiots, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, it's, a, it's, a, it's a conspiracy for... No, he's married to her. Yeah, they're going to spend time together, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the, the drawbacks of being married. <laughs> that like? should be a drawback, is it? My wife doesn't, yeah, yeah. My wife doesn't Kate, listen to the podcast. sorry about your husband. <laughs> right, who are we doing today, then? There was a poll, wasn't there? We did a poll last week. We chose possibly the shittest wrestlers that we could find. We did Brutus. Brutus the fucking Barber Beef, Kate. <laughs> Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor. Sid Vicious and Lex Luger. And Sid won oh, as a landslide. Yeah, yeah. Fifty-eight percent. He won. Why? It's incredible. Um, and Terry Taylor got seven percent. Because I think at the end of the day, it's a combination of nobody knowing who the fuck Terry Taylor is, Probably apart not. from our constant harping on about him, mm. and the fact that the people who do know him. Think yeah. Terry Taylor's actually a pretty decent wrestler. And we probably recapped most of his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we piece by piece. Do in every episode. So. <laughs> yeah, we could just string yeah. it all together, couldn't we? Yeah. So, yeah, so we're doing Sid. Yep. So, here we go. Right. So, uh, real name, wrestler name, Sydney Raymond Udy. Yeah, that's, 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 not, a, that's not even a softball no, player's name, is not it? not really, no. Born the 16th of December in 1960, he shares a birthday with two British cultural icons. Well, I, every time you say cultural <laughs> icons, it turns out to be... I've met both forests. The, then obviously they're not cultural icons. I've met both these met people. Uh, Bobby George. Yeah, not a cultural icon at all. So it's uh, for anyone fucking, in America, uh, a third. Uh, he's a third-rate darts player. Oh, he was. He was. Did he ever win the world? Nope. Never won the world title. Nope. Sure. He's a, he, he's no, about what, as good at darts as Willie Thorne was at snooker. Well, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in bald-headed peace. <laughs> and Christopher Biggins. <sighs> <laughs> Your, your definition of a cultural icon is fucking... I think people who listen to this would appreciate Bobby George and Christopher Biggins as cultural UTT icons. UTT Rob probably would, about, would and that's about it. Yeah. And, uh, and if you said to UTT Rob, Safari, he'd be there going, he'd be going, so goody. Yeah, I had a picture of, Bob, of Bobby George, a signed picture of Bobby George, and I, got, I had a... Um, I got a signed picture of Didi Remote. Have you? Well, there we are. That's a fucking it's, cultural icon, it's, mate. It's levels, mate, isn't it? They, yeah, 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 yeah. There's gutter and there's not. I went to um, I went to the Darts World Championships at Ali Pali, and I bought a Bobby George. I went to watch the darts. I didn't go just to buy this t-shirt, but I bought bought a Bobby Bobby George t-shirt, and it had like it was like a white shirt, 
and I had like the chain on the on the white shirt and then like yeah. some on the back. And I only wore it once. I wore it to a New Year's Eve party. I was heavily medicated in this New Year's Eve party. And you were laughed out of the building. I had to leave at about 11 o'clock. I got there and I drank, I think I drank two bottles of wine within yeah. half an hour. That and was ushered out at about 11 o'clock. That and the t-shirt, they just said, uh, <laughs> we're not having any of this. So I, might, I might, if I can find a picture, I might put it up. But there's a picture of me, like, as I'm being ushered out, just it, sort of staring down the camera. Is that with or without hair? Without hair. Without We're talking hair. not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> this was last year. This is last year. No. This was well, it was with Kate. Kate was there. Oh right. My dad had to take me home. Ah. Uh, yeah. All hail. Rest in peace, Sir Bob. Lord, right. Lord Robert of Hall. Yeah. So so Sid started in 1987. And apparently got his one of his big breaks, but he bumped into Randy and Lanny Poffo. Hmm. And they kind of, obviously he was a beast. He was a beast from an early age. And they were like, actually, you should probably think about becoming a wrestler. And he was trained by the famous Tojo Yanomoto in America. <laughs> in America. But he's, he's interestingly... Tojo one Yanomoto. The, one, one, no, Sid Vicious is, <laughs> yeah. is, is one of the few people that is actually... Build as coming from, which is actually his actual hometown. Oh yeah, so well, I, it, he's from West Memphis, Arkansas, yeah, which he yeah. was billed as always billed as being from West Memphis, yeah. Arkansas. Well, a few times he was billed as from every damn well, wherever well, he that was wants w, to be. Yeah. I can still i I can still hear Gary Michael Capetta. Yeah, saying now wherever he damn well pleases, <laughs> soon. So so yeah, he made his debut. Or as or as um or as Jesse the Body Ventura used to call him Kapeski. <laughs> <laughs> so he made his debut teaming with Austin Idol. His first match was him and Austin Idol against Nick Botwinkle Nick Botwinkle no, <laughs> Nick Botwinkle Nick Botwinkle and Jerry Lawler. That's quite a for a first match. That, yeah, that's good. That's, that was back in the days when, as uh, coming to the end of the AWA, when um, Jerry Lawler had runs at the NWA title yeah. over and over again. Um, he was like Dusty Rhodes, but a Memphis version of Dusty Rhodes yeah. in the fact that he was always better and more effective as a good guy chasing, mm. chasing the title. And he, was and he never books. got it, but he was yeah. his pr- the promoter. In Memphis at the time, Jerry Jarrett, Jeff's dad, yeah, um, was really, really lobbying the NWA for Jerry Lawler to get a title run, and they just <laughs> <laughs> my nose was just blown away in the wind. I see Well done, mate. <laughs> um, he's really lobbying for Lawler to get a a title run, yeah. and. They weren't having it. No, he, he wasn't their type of. He wasn't their type of. We champion. are outdoors. We have to, to let people know. You yeah, might be yeah, yeah we're back out the, in the garden again today. Yeah. Um, so if my notes do blow away in the wind at some point, we must have to go. We'll have to he, he will be totally stumped. Whereas Wikipedia I've, I've got the Wikipedia page <laughs> up, so I'll be fine. Yeah, I just <laughs> written the Wikipedia page down. So. <laughs> 
So yeah, it's, it's but, oh, I'm halfway through a story. Oh, sorry, yeah, keep going. Yeah. yeah, Nick Bockwinkle's in there because halfway through that sort of him trying to get a title run, yeah. they decided to change allegiance from the NWA and recognise the AWA's world champion as their world champion, was which was Nick Bockwinkle. And in the end, Lawler did finally get a world championship reign mm. with. Um, the AWA and he, unif- he became the unified champion after he yeah. he beat Kerry Von Erich for the world class championship wrestling t- and and then refused to re- <laughs> refused to defend that title after that um, and then he they went we should have done Laura this week it would have been ironic if we'd have been doing Laura this week it would have in the week when people are getting yeah uh, called out for and as far as we know, Sid hasn't been part of those. No, no, no. As well, that was quite He's a, done a lucky. Enough other dickhead things. Yeah. But as we will. One of the one of the ten wrestlers in history who haven't been involved in any. Yeah, yeah. Sort of sexual misconduct issues. So we did, we picked well this week. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So one of his first big gimmicks was Lord Humongous, which was which was a direct rip off from the Mad Max films yeah. with the hockey mask, and he he was built to fuck. He, he did one of those people who had naturally he 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 was. Uh, an obvious wrestler. That first Mad Max the, the film. That was, wasn't hampered for his entire no. career by the fact that he couldn't actually wrestle. Not really, no. No, that first Mad Max film, I had nightmares, that first Mad Max film. I, I loved that film. I, I, I even found a copy on DVD because yeah. I really wanted the girls to see it. Yeah. My, my daughters. Because um, I said it was a brilliant film and they both enjoyed it it's as quite, well. It's a great film. It's quite a great film. Mad Max and Mad Max 2. Yeah. Both of those are great. After well, Mad Max is quite basic. Yeah, but Mad Max and Mad Max 2's yeah. storyline is basically fucking same, isn't it? Yeah. It's one and the Mad story. Max 3 is the same but on drugs, basically. Yeah, with Tina Turner in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he, he played the Lord of the Wasteland, Lord Humongous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Big, and that was his gimmick. Big bastard with a hockey mask on. Yeah. Do you know who also portrayed Lord Humongous over the years as wrestlers? Um, was it The Undertaker as well? I've not got that on my list. It might have no. done. We would say yes, shall we? For, uh, Probably not. <laughs> for continuity's sake. Uh, Bob Buchanan. Oh, right, yeah. And now I can see that. Sid's son, who's called Gunner. Gunner Udy. He played. He, he, and there was somebody else as well, but I didn't write her name down. So it might have been can't, the other can't, can't have been, <laughs> yeah. can't have been that. No. Of. But no, I can see Bob Buchanan being yeah. taken off that gimmick. He's on the pole for next week, Bobby Cannon. With, uh, oh, I'm not doing another shit fucking wrestling next week. No, we know we've got already got. We'll tell you what we're going to do next week later oh. on. We've already got it lined up. Bored with shit wrestlers already. This is right. just interminable. So he won the NWA Southeastern Heavyweight Championship, and he formed the tag team with Shane Douglas for a bit as well. He actually wrestled in New Japan, which sounds nuts, isn't it? But I think they used to do that back in the old days. They get just big. Beasts over and yeah, yeah. put them on. Now if you say, oh, someone's wrestling for the New Japan IWGP title. Is that right? IWGP? Yeah, IWGP. <laughs> yeah. You think, oh, you wouldn't think it would be like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant or Sid Vicious, be, would you? Again, fucking tiny wrestlers. Different times. Wrestlers, isn't it? Yeah. Different times. Different times. But they, they had, New Japan had a, and all Japan, to be honest, back in the day, they... They had, they had a lot of success bringing over American wrestlers. Yeah, um, sticking a mask the on bigger, them. The bigger American wrestlers, you tended to do all right with them. Uh, people like Stan Hansen, Terry Gordy, yeah. Steve Williams. Um, Scott Norton was was a massive star in, in Japan. Yeah. Uh, the arm wrestling man. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All these people went down really well. Um, even after that, um, Matt Bloom, Lord Tenside, yeah, yeah. who was who was who was um, Giant Bernard. Yeah. Over in there, who was supposed to be the son of another big guy that they were over Brute Bernard back in the seventies. I suppose in 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 Japan tradition, the wrestlers aren't big. He, I obviously with um, but the guy Jin. Wrestlers, Lance, they they like to bring over. Yeah, bigger. Lance Archer was over, and he was yeah, he yeah, yeah. Lance did all right. Big giant and You're six foot killing six, people. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take because I I did question this on Twitter. Yeah. At some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my my Lance Archer criticism because oh, yeah. I I have watched him. Have you in IWG uh, in in New Japan and AEW. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've been keeping a little eye on AEW. Mm. Um, more of that later. Um, but yeah, he's yeah. he's. I think now's his time if he's going to make it. I think yeah. I think possibly I didn't like him because I, he, he he was just green and, I think and too, young, and he's just he's stuck with it, and he's he's yeah he's more he's a more rounded wrestler now. We're trying to get into too much of of current things, but there's too like in the it's the. The concern I kind of had when AEW started was they just they would bring people in. They're starting to do that now, and they've they? got so they've got. And the same people that are slagging off those wrestlers when they were in WWE suddenly they're fucking magic because they're no, in they, tiny flippy wrestlers. But they brought in obviously they brought in bullshit. Lance Archer they brought in Brody Lee they brought in Cage they brought in what what are these? There's only one title. Well, there's two titles, but there's only one major title. What are these guys gonna? And Cage comes in straight away. He's what he's fighting Moxley. Well, he was going to fight Moxley until my, Moxley. My worry is Brody that they're bringing in. all these people in, yeah, who weren't a threat in WWE no. or were from smaller promotions. And let's make no bones about it: Impact Wrestling is not TNA of your. No, it is a it is a small regional promotion now. Yeah. And Cage didn't amount to a hill of beans good in, there, um, really. Well, I mean, if we're going for small, Lucha Underground was quite a small. Yeah, region. very small. Yeah, but, he was good in that. But like, what do you? But that—that's my thing. Yeah. Is, is suddenly we're supposed to take all these people? They're 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 the new answer to everything. When these people were being slagged off. Yeah. When they were with the WWE, but, and that's my problem with a lot of AEW yeah, fan base idiots, is that they're just into AEW yeah. because it's not the WWE, yeah. and they want someone else to to so they've got feel justified in slagging off the WWE. Yeah. They have their faults; they're not perfect by any means. No. But when they were the only game in town, yeah, people were saying different things about them. Yeah. I, I I think I'm I'm fed up with. All these people wrestling. who are, are oh, I'm fed up. Yeah, I, to be honest, I am fed up with wrestling. Full stop. Yeah, current modern wrestling. Um, but I'm totally fed up with anybody who is too partisan. That's why it's you don't not, want to be on social media. Cause... It's not an objective view. No, no I, I honestly reading Twitter. Yeah. Want to fucking kill all of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the the people that are nice to us, the people that are horrible. I I loathe and despise oh, you all, and I nice want to, to kill you all. Yeah. The people that are nice to us are all right. 
No, I hate everybody. Okay, well, I like you, I like, you, I like it's, your, you. it's your page, mate. You like them all. Well, yeah, you've sort That's of drifted on there I, and, I and making... I... I can at the moment because I've got a fucking point to Yeah, that's the thing you to put across. Keep coming on and making salient points. I used to enjoy you just come on and swear at people when No, that's not that's You did not. have a proper Jordan Devlin, didn't you, on your own Twitter account once? Yeah, because he's a tiny shouldered woman. Yeah. But now it turned that, out actually. No, yeah, yeah. Turns out I was right, people. <laughs> well you didn't actually you didn't say <laughs> Well I didn't know he was a rapist. No, 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 well, yeah. Right. So he had a brief spell in WCCW where he got the name of Sid Vicious yes which as an old punk rocker yeah I found ludicrous well, when did he die Sid Vicious 1979 did February he 14. I thought it was early 80s no no no, no. So, 21 yeah. 79 yeah they were all done and dusted age 21 oh yeah, yeah yeah gone done. so this was yeah god this was a long way off then wasn't it oh yeah, yeah. so 89 Sid signed with WCW and he went under the name of Sid Vicious First match, he beat Dwayne Bruce. Dwayne Bruce was? Yeah, Sarge. Buddy Lee Park. Yeah, Buddy Lee Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, a short little burst as a solo wrestler. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, that's I that beer's repeating on you. <laughs> yeah, beer's repeating. Apologies. Um, and informed the, the tag team, the Skyscrapers, with Dan Spivey. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous Danny Spivey. Now, there's a lot of this... Two schools of thought with Dan Spivey. Yeah. I actually, I, I always quite, I, I thought he nailed the character, Dan Spivey, but yeah. there's a lot of people on the inside just think he was an asshole. Yeah. Um, but he was hard, hard bastard. But he, yeah. he was a legitimately, yeah. a legitimately unhinged hard man. Yeah. Um, but and he came off that golden boy image. Yeah. And they were managed by Teddy Long as well, which was... When Teddy had hair. He did have hair. He, did, yeah, he already yeah. got shaved off coming up, but yeah, he had hair. Um, they feuded with the Steiners and the Road Warriors. Um, Great American Bash their first big shows and it's big... I, I've gone back in the watch a lot of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Great American Bash was a two-ring battle royal for some reason. And um, there was 15 people in one ring. And... I think it must have been like a war game or something like that that night. So there was two rings next to each other. So you had to get thrown from one ring to the other. Yeah, that I saw that. <laughs> that, that and they get thrown out the other ring. That's <laughs> ludicrous. It didn't make any sense. No, 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 no. That was a Dusty Roads gimmick. Yeah, was... and it turned out that they, they basically, they won it. And they <clears throat> there was prize money. And they, sh- they shared the prize money, apparently. <clears throat> and that night, that night as well, they had a, a five-star classic. <clears throat> Uh, the skyscrapers against the uh, dynamic dudes. Johnny. Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace and, and Shane, Shane Douglas. Johnny Ace on his skateboard. They were the least <laughs> over tag team of all time. Everybody fucking hated them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can turn, if you can turn Jim Cornette into a babyface, <laughs> yeah. then you there. There's something wrong going yeah. on. They it, came down with frisbees and on yeah, skateboards. Yeah, skateboards. And it, it's that, it's that, it's that believability thing, isn't it? There is no way you had any faith that those fuckers could yeah. actually skateboard. <laughs> it's the same with Van Hammer coming to the ring with a guitar. You yeah. knew that cunt couldn't fucking tune up. <laughs> yeah. But it was that. Well, I mean, this is even before tune that guitar, time. Let alone this play is the before them, thing. but, but it was, yeah, just ju- they stuff. were just awful. Yeah. Um, 
and that wasn't a great match. And no, they, won, they stunk the building. It was one of the worst power bombs ever to finish that match. Off. Yeah, they had a big match at Halloween Havoc in '89 with the Road Warriors. I watched that as well. The fuck, when the Road Warriors came out, the crowd were like, "It's the, the <laughs> legendary Road Warriors pop, isn't it?" It was insane. But I said like they were at the time. They, I mean, they were they, the Road Warriors were seen as a big power team. And yeah, the skyscrapers yeah. towered over the the Road Warriors. They were almost more like what you kind of like a traditional sort of WWF team rather than... Uh, yeah, they were massive and couldn't work. Yeah, yeah. Whereas everybody else, Road Warriors, Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, Horsemen, all those kind of, they're all... Obviously, the Road Warriors were different. They were they're, power. They're, they're pretty, they're, yeah, but they were pretty big guys as well. It's yeah. just, it just happened to be that Sid Vicious and, eight and blokes, yeah. Dan Spivey were both six foot eight. Yeah. Uh, Clash of Champions, he had a match with the Steiners in which Stig got injured, broke a rib and fr- uh, punctured his lung at the same time. They were notoriously stiff with the everybody, Steiners, though, the yeah. Steiners. The Even Steiner big animals. Bastards as well, yeah. It yeah. Was, it was... It was not for, it was not for um, no reason that their theme music at the time was "Welcome to the Jungle." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they didn't fuck about both no. of them. And Scotty Steiner back back in those days was the was the least. He was the agile, the yeah, athletic the least one known of the two. Of the two, wasn't yeah. it? It was it was Rob Recksteiner to start with, and then he shortened his name to. Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner, and he was the one because his association with the Varsity Club and oh, yeah. Kevin Kevin Sullivan and and Mike Rotundo. We might yeah we might mention that next week the <laughs> Varsity Club. Mm. Um, well, I thought that was that was an odd gimmick for the Varsity yeah, Club. Yeah, it was a mishmash. Of that stuff, needs I think that that will get a closer examination in, in that yeah, yeah. episode. Um, so he was away from November to May. When he returned in May, he returned as a. A member of the my notes are gonna blow away. As a member of the Horseman in a in an ill-fitting tuxedo, the Horseman always looked pretty good in suits, and then there was Sid in like he like he was going yeah, to the prom. He did, yeah, yeah, he, he, he didn't just, look quite right. Yeah, mm. but at that point, that was that was when they started tainting the legacy of the Four Horsemen <clears throat> with people like fucking Luger and fucking Sid. Oh, this was I think it was this was Arn Flair. Windham and, and Sid. Sid. Yeah. Because yeah. this was just before, I think his first big event was the Capital Combat with um, Robocop. Oh, <laughs> that's fucking I looked awful. into that. Apparently, that was when Robocop 2 was coming out. And again, as, as, with, as even to this day, wrestling is so fucking eager to get any kind of yeah. tie-in. Mainstream or rub. Mainstream I think. rub. They, 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 they call it. But they sold it as Robocop was a real... Like a real person. Yeah, and that that's just... <laughs> come so on, people. There was a match on that It card. was set in the future anyway, isn't it? So like, Robocop. Yeah. The near future, but it was yeah. still set in the future. Well, yeah, Sting got shot in a... I think it was a, there was a match yeah, on got, the card got where... Yeah, put in a cage. There was a cage. They, yeah. The bars of the cage are made of fucking marzipan yeah. or something. And then he ran, off, st- he ran off uh, Sid and Arn and... Uh, Arn's, Arn's, uh, Arn's <laughs> reaction to that is fucking priceless. We put link. I put links to that up, so you know I'm, I'm quite good to you guys. So you can go back and look at that. Um, his first proper match back was Clash of the Champions eleven, and he lost to Lex Luger in 26 seconds in that match. 
But he was on his way out, I think. To be honest, if there was a match with Sid Vicious and Lex Luger, I think 26 seconds is possibly... Well, 15 seconds too long. So Sid says that when he was off injured, apparently he was caught out playing softball. And no, uh, which is a reoccurring <laughs> thing. Yeah. And Ole Anderson, Ole Anderson was a, the, obviously was the booker at the time. Miserable cunt. So this was, Sid said this was punishment for for being being caught out playing softball. Because Ole, Ole was come down, he was like Sid's manager in the match. And... Um, he got rolled up within like, sort of 30 seconds and Ole was still in the ring and the ref did a free count. It looked like Sid wasn't expecting it at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was... Again, there's some... When we, we go back and look at stuff, there's some really good NWA, WCW stuff, but there's some really fucking hokey shit as well. And this that goes into that category. Um, the next class of the champions, 12-year attack sting. I had to sting it out of a match with a black scorpion. Ah, uh, that that side of things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you come and beat Sting up after the match, which led to a title match at Halloween Havoc 1990, which we covered slightly in our Barry Windham In our episode. Barry Windham, because Barry Windham came out as the fake Sting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the first fake Sting. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Sid won the title. And it was streamers and balloons and everything. And, and it was... I... To be honest, they filmed it at such a distance you couldn't fucking no. tell. So I was like, oh, right. Yeah. And it was one of those ones where, yeah, it, it, it was like they were going, the show was about to close, and then suddenly Sting came out, like, it was like, actually. And then for some reason, he just pinned. It got. It, it he, just, just... he just pinned Sid. So the Randy rang the bell, Sid's a champion, and it's, Sting's got in the ring and just, just rolled Sid up. Yeah. And the ref was like. That's it. Like the bell rang or anything like that. But that was it, wasn't it? It was yeah. just the, the world championship banner came up yeah, and they yeah, went yeah. off air. That's it, yeah. it was, it was, it was a fucking ludicrous piece of shit. <laughs> There's a lot of this crap. Um, we're going through the, the, clash words, of the champions. ludicrous piece of shit seems to follow Sid's. It does, yeah. Quite a bit. Big match at Clash of the Champions 13 against the Night Stalker, who is Brian Clark. But I didn't realise. I thought Night Stalker was. After Adam Bomb, but this is pre. Yeah, pre Adam first. Bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the big plastic axe. The Night Stalker. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> he was very green at the time. Yeah. Um, and his attitude let him down later on. Um, Again, not not. You can imagine what a match between Adam Bomb and Sid Vicious would be like. Uh, especially it was worse. when. It was worse than that. Yeah, especially when yeah. Sid was the was the more experienced wrestler yeah. and would have been and would have been expected to lead that match yeah and he was starting to get over as a face then yeah really and yeah. the match um, ended up in a disqualification because Sid was attacked by the big cat after the match Mr Hughes <laughs> and he got hit on the back with the rubber axe as well there's, but there's, he, beat, he, he beat there's, him up there's somebody that's struggling to get any direction if you're in a match with somebody as green as fucking Brian Clark was then yeah. and you had to be attacked by fucking Mr. Hughes Mr. Hughes I don't think I, 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 again my my upbringing obviously of being just watching WWF this is, I don't think I ever is, saw him wrestle I always saw him as the well, he had a brief run didn't he in WWF yeah 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 wrestling in the fucking suit 
the suspender. The, <laughs> like suspenders. A, suspenders. You, you are such a pervert. <laughs> so, so no, he had like he had like a, a shirt tie, didn't he? Trousers, yeah, just... sunglasses, suspenders. No. <laughs> Braces. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But he was he came out as um Mr. Perfect's enforcer. And he, point, I think he, he did like a lot of, didn't he? One off. Those sort of things. Because I remember yeah. coming back with Jericho, like doing one time with Jericho as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next was, next big match on the list. That was after Ralphus. Was um, he reformed the start the skyscrapers at Starcade 90 to face the big cat. Obviously, there was a feud going on. And the Motor, the, the motor City Madman. Really that was 30 seconds that much yeah really <laughs> that was on Starcade struggling 30 seconds the intros were longer mm. he got in the ring he kicked the Motor City Madman's power up on him that's it that's the end of the match um, and then he wasn't really I think he was getting over his face so he turned him back heel and he had some feuds with uh, Trucker Norm Ooh. and Joey Mags how do you have a fucking feud with Joey Max? I don't know. There's something um, that they don't really take seriously at this point. But he was back. He was. I think he was still kind of affiliated with the Horseman all the way through this. But he was back properly with the Horseman for War Games at uh, Russell War '91, which was Flair, Sid, Barry Windham, and who else? Just fucking tell me. Filled in for Iron that night. Let's have a guess. At Lou Thez. <laughs> no, Larry Zabisco. No, oh, the country. Um, against Sting, Pillman, and the Steiners. That was a match where he powerbombed Pillman head against, <laughs> against the cage, where he lifted him up so high. And he, you've seen it, it's, there's a. Lots of memes and stuff where he's... Strange enough, strange enough, it, it came to my attention today yeah. that there, there's a, there was a post on Twitter that mm. said um, the powerbomb was actually invented by mistake yeah. by Luthez. Really? By yeah. mistake? He by mistake. He got them and dropped them? Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. Well, I'm not going to argue with that. Um, no, no, I, I can't argue with it. No. But, um, it's probably bollocks. He's not on, is he on Twitter, Lufez? What, a dead man? <laughs> a de- a, somebody who died oh, you know. 20 years ago. Lou, at Lufez. Fuck's sake. And, and he invented the hat as well, didn't he? <laughs> um, do you know how this match ended? Again, the quality I, ended. I, I, it can't be any worse than your last two sentences. Um, so he was just, he's continuously powerful in Pillman. And, um, As you do. Yeah. And then who came out to save Pillman? Um, Eric Morecambe. No. El Gigante. Oh. <laughs> he just, came in and he, I think he, he, he gave up on behalf of Pillman. That was the end in, of the match. Apart from, apart from things to do with Sting... The Horseman and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Sid Vicious's resume is littered with shit. There's some good stuff it? coming up, but yeah. So he um, you know, he went into a feud then with Eligante. <laughs> uh, Fucking, that's the blind leading. And then a match at Super Bowl one, which was like three minutes long. You wanted this fifty-eight <laughs> percent of you wanted this fucking absolute dribble. So it was a, it was a. What was it? it was, I think it was a submission match, or no, no, no. <laughs> it was a submission match. No, it wasn't. It was a, it was, 
Oh, that's fucking priceless. It was a stretcher match. <laughs> it was a stretcher match. Not... I wanted it to be a fucking submission <laughs> match. I think we'd all... That would have been fucking <laughs> yeah, priceless. It was a stretcher match. It has still been going on now. But... <laughs> okay, they got announced as a stretcher match. <laughs> and oh, brilliant. He got him with the claw. That's his one move, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say. And he got him down <laughs> and the ref counted three. So, yeah, so you put the claw on Sid, got Sid in the floor, and the ref counted three. Yeah? So that's obviously a ref mistake. But this is, just this did is, it out this of is, instinct, again, there was some. And they had to call it. There was they? some shite. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, that's probably the, the, the bollocking that referee got well, maybe, when yeah. he got backstage. And then. Um, Fucking submission match, brilliant. Sid just kind of faded away. And then one man gang and Kevin Sullivan came down to attack Elegante. And threw powder in his face. <laughs> and he was stumbling in the rain with powder in his oh, face. Oh, for fuck's sake. Those are the days. This is the lowest... <laughs> you dragged us down to the lowest point of humanity with your 58% of So I think this is a lot better. Any, anybody who voted for Sid at this point should be hanging their head in shame. Sid's WWF stuff is better than this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, and wait till we get to the end. Fucking <laughs> WWF actually booking yeah. him better than somebody else. You Jesus wait till you get to the Christ. end, the, the late WCW stuff. Yeah, that was just <laughs> pathetic, wasn't it? So, yeah, so he was... Um, he had a boy, he turned down quite a big contract offer, apparently. They were going to put the title on him and do all this and that, so Sid says, to, to go to WWF. It wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. So in 91, he moved to WWF um, and took the name Sid Justice. Yeah, that didn't fit. Sounds did a bit, they both, Sid Vicious and Sid Justice, both sound like porn star names, don't they? You think? Indeed. Um... He was announced as being the special guest ref for SummerSlam 91, the uh, yeah, match made in hell. hell. Yeah. Um, and with the mobility of uh, <laughs> all three of the opposition. <laughs> yeah, it, combined it age was, of about 120. Well, yeah. Then more than that, that would be 160. Adnan, General Adnan was, yeah, he was quite old, wasn't he? Um, so yes, he was in that, and then he, I think he was posing at the end, because literally as soon as that match finished, Warrior was like, right, I'm... He, he, he was off and gone. He'd, <laughs> he was been, in his car by the time yeah, he... Yeah, uh, he fulfilled his thing. Yeah. And it was and just... Hogan went up and ripped the ref shirt off him. And uh, yeah. he was acting all surprised. Yeah. yeah. You can he pose. Um, and then, obviously, as we covered last week in our Jake episode, Sid intervened in the wedding reception when uh, Jake and Undertaker were attacking Macho Man Randy Savage. Um... <laughs> And then he got injured <laughs> straight yeah, away. Yeah. Basically, so there was a big feud lined up for him in Jake, which we covered last week. Indeed. And he got injured, and he was out for fucking months. Came back at the Rumble 92. Fucking months. Fucking months, for. yeah. Fucking months. So Royal Rumble 92, that was probably the one of the only things, one of the few things I watched um, of his, which were which was quite enjoyable to watch. But he didn't come into number 29. No, but, 92 Royal Rumble, the whole thing was brilliant from yeah. start to finish. But Everybody made. Piper, Savage, and Hogan. And then, fucking Hogan, supposed to be the big face. Did the, the shittest <laughs> act known to man. Because <laughs> basically, just he, he was facing the ropes and Sid just threw him out over the top. But and Hogan but, was like, But this. <laughs> why did you do that for? <laughs> but this, this point, it was interesting because that was. That was my first Royal Rumble yeah. to watch live. I, came, in. I yeah. came into watching 
I, I came into watching um, things that like WrestleMania six. Yeah. And then SummerSlam, and then the Royal Rumble. So that was my first Royal Rumble. Yeah. And it was noticeable when Hogan was pulling Sid out. Yeah. They were booing Hogan yeah, quite yeah, a bit yeah, at that yeah. point. And then the next the next time you saw this footage was on Wrestling Challenge. Yeah. And all American wrestling. Yeah. And they doctored the sounds oh, yeah. to, to cheer the to doctor it to cheer Hogan. Yeah. Which was we we it was our first inkling that the WWE was <laughs> yeah. bullshit. And all the stuff afterwards is like, oh, how could you, you know, uh, betray the Hogster and throw him out like he should have faced him man to man, that kind of thing. It's all shit. <laughs> it? But they um after the after the Royal Rumble, there was a press conference with Jack Tunney and he announced the uh, who Ric Flair's opponent was going to be. This at that, that was. That was such a badly acted piece of shit. <laughs> what Sid, do you mean? It's got Sid Vicious, Jack Tunney, Hulk Hogan, three of the greatest actors known to man. They, they said, and the person who will be facing... And and like, Sid, yeah. Sid stands up. Because yeah. he was sure it was going to be him. Yeah. And then Hulk Hogan's name was... And he was like, yes, yes. And Sid was just pulling his jaw out. Yeah. Muttering under his breath face. Yeah. And that, that was acting. that was the end of that was that was deliberately the end of his face push. Wasn't well, it? yeah. So he, I think he made up with her. He apologized to Hogan for his reaction. They teamed up on Saturday night's main event yeah. against Fair and Undertaker, and, and he, he just off. walked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brutus, the barber, fucking beefcake was there, and he was quite offended. He was shocked by this action. Shocked. So he, he because basically his cousin yeah. and Hulk Hogan. Model. Um, had basically been in a incestuous sexual relationship with Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, and Hulk. <laughs> so the rumor goes, yeah, for years. That's what. That's what. Um, was that his ex-wife said that? that? No, I'm saying it now. <laughs> You're coming out and saying that it. Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, yeah. was balls deep in <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Right, okay. Actually, Hogan drove. Yeah, did he? Yeah. Is this when Hogan not was going to be in the tunnel? Not that there's anything right. wrong with that. No, there isn't, no. Not incestuous. But I mean, it's incestuous, so yeah. that's wrong. It's around the time that Hogan was... He auditioned to be the bassist of Metallica, didn't he? Yeah, same <laughs> time as that. Um, <laughs> and obviously got the job as the bass player in Metallica. Mm. Um, but the only reason he, he became the bass player in Metallica yeah. was that he had Cliff Burton killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was because he thought Cliff Burton was black as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he had him killed, because he's a massive racist too. He is a massive racist, and also he yeah. thought that Cliff Burton yeah. was actually a Bourbon biscuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Made by Burtons, yeah. which is yeah. a brown chocolate. It is, it is. And so burying his what? racism yeah. into all eternity. Yeah. Um, and he's currently out on tour with... Metallica as we speak yeah and he's also part owner of Burton's uh, Burton's the, the Biscuits Men's Tailors as well yeah Burton's Biscuits the Men's Tailors sorry tailors. I am a hundred years old and strangely enough yeah Burton's Tailors yeah was where Sid got his four horseman tuxedo it all ties in see it does you might think we're just randomly making these uh, no it all ties in episodes up but it's not right so Brutus invited Sid on the barbershop to explain his actions Oof. This is not long after Brutus had his face reconstructed. So Sid 
And that was played up. Unreconstructed. That, yeah, that face. was played up. Look, you think you've got it bad now? Yeah. With with storylines in the WWE, they made more fucking sense now than they did yeah. then. Yet this was a golden age. No, you fucking hypocrites. But he smashed. He smashed it. Oh, he smashed your window, and he hit a bottle of shaving cream by mistake. Whatever. Fuck. And it sprayed all over his face. And he just bastard. <laughs> and the shaving cream all over, uh, sprayed all over his face, and he was just carrying on with his. Rant whilst covered in his face, covered in shaving cream. I've, I think I've posted a clip of that as well. So, Ugh. you know, then he got Harvey Whippleman in as manager before WrestleMania. Well, apparently, he was good mates with Harvey Whippleman. Yeah, yeah. In real life, good buddies. Well, they're they're from the same sort of, and I, I think um, Bruno Lauer was was there when he was as part of the Memphis sort of crew when he first broke yeah. into wrestling. So there's that bond from back then. So this went on to the, the Hogan versus Sid match at WrestleMania. A lot of the t- I, I went back and watched that. I've watched some watched some absolute rubbish in the past week. If I'm being honest, you, you're going to encounter a, a very large piece of shit it when, was you, being when pushed you crawl as, back through any yeah, of Sid's stuff. Being pushed as Hogan's last match. Fifty-eight percent of you, for fuck's sake, what are you doing to us? It's being pushed as his last match, Hogan. Uh, which it was for a while, but that wasn't because of it was because of steroids. Nineteen ninety two was pushed as his last match. Yeah, it was, he Christ. did take time off afterwards because the, yeah, the steroid scandal. Yeah, not for anything else. Uh, and the the classic finish to this. So I think he no he Hogan leg dropped him. Yep. And I think of Harvey Whippleman got up in distracted the ref and the, the the plan was for Papa Shango to come down and, and Papa Shango so, was a bit late <laughs> <laughs> so Harvey Wolfman had to come into the ring and Hogan threw Harvey Wolfman at Sid and the ref just rang the bell because obviously the ref was like told it's a DQ finish yeah so he just DQ'd Sid for Harvey Wolfman coming in the ring and yeah and then Papa Shango comes wandering down after the match is even after the match is finished yeah, strolling down, looking like yo, yo, what's going on? And he started beating up Hogan, and then obviously the the warrior came the back. The warrior came back. Yeah, yeah. Which Ugh. led. I'm not sure if we're ever going to do the warrior or Papa no, Shango. We, we might do Papa Shango at some point. We might do. We might do Papa yeah. Shango. I like Papa Shango's gimmick. But that uh, led to it the. It must um, be said. It was a hoot. Yeah. So. Um, but we're never doing the ultimate warrior no. because he was a fucking failure as a human. So, so the story goes, Sid failed a drugs test the day, in the days prior to WrestleMania. But Vince let him wrestle. Pothead. And um, there was a European tour, which he did. And then after that, he was suspended. And Sid decided to just fuck off, basically, and go play softball for a bit. Yeah, yeah. He was due to feud with the warrior, but Papa Shango took that place, which led to the famous Papa Shango ultimate warrior feud where... The warrior was. Uh, he made him. He made him bleed like green, green gunk <laughs> from his head. <laughs> yeah, and he made him vomit and have stomach pains. That's exactly the point. Yeah. Where I thought, hang on, <laughs> this is too much. This isn't real, is it? This isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, 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 yeah. I was naive enough to think that it was a little bit more. Yeah. I, I I knew it wasn't, but it was until like, they started. Doing voodoo magic. Hang like, on. Voodoo, voodoo, voodoo magic. I was like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's too much. But strangely enough, I like Papa Shango's character. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Living Let Die as well, which she was basically ripped yeah, off. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. Great film. Mm. Great song. I don't like Paul McCartney. Sorry. Um, yeah, I like Wings though. As Alan Partridge said, the band The Beatles could have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that yeah. was the only thing I liked of Wings. Oh, I got a band they're, on they're, the run. Band on the run's okay. But you've got, for every Live and Let Die or Band yeah. on the Run, you've got it was a bit Mary Had a Little Lamb kind or of Sea Moon. Like, indulgent, you think? Shit. <laughs> Shit, yeah. As, as is the way with a lot of music. Yeah. And, and strangely enough, yeah. it was the same with me when I split up with, with the Sears. Without the influence of other people, yeah. when you have total control over what you're doing, yeah. your songs aren't as good. No. And that's when I realised I wasn't actually... Much cop up writing songs oh, because don't, I had other other influences yeah. bigging it up. Yeah, I, I I can't play, so I can't write. So simple as that. Right. <laughs> so you went back to WCW for a brief period. First match back. Van Hammer, Slambury in. Well, April at least we've had first match back. How and long, it's how long not the Brooklyn Brawler. That was thirty, that was 30 seconds. Van Hammer. Yeah, probably. That was a Slambury. Team, he was on that the big uh, War Games match in '93, but it was him, Vader, and uh, Harlem Heat against Sting, Davy Boy, Dustin, and the Shockmaster. <laughs> but that whole that whole lead up to that. What were the the, the vignettes him, on the it, beach? Yeah, uh, but also the bloody the the actual Shockmaster entrance. Oh yeah, yeah. That was. That was, was no, that the best part of that was hearing it back and Davy Boy Davy Boy and, and Sid pissing <laughs> themselves. Yeah, he fell on his bloody ass. <laughs> well, I mean, I think everybody's seen it. But you go back and watch the like the the promos leading up to that match with the Sting and the beach, yeah. with, the, with the bomb and Harley Race and Robert um, Colonel Robert Colonel Parker. Rob Parker. Yeah. Yeah, you've all seen it. Uh, which then, not long after that, led to the incident in, in Blackburn, which again, most people have read about. I've got somebody sent me a very detailed description of... I think we covered it in our Arn Anderson, Anderson episode, didn't we? The um, the stabbing in, Black, in uh, Blackburn. Oh, yeah. Good point, yeah. Um, so you, quite, you can kind of go back and look at that Revisit but, that because basically we we have done it, but it was broken up by a man with the world's largest penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither of us. It was uh, too cold, Scorpio. But yeah, but uh, so uh, our friend Mags sent us the whole the whole story basically, which I'm. There was one funny. Mags. Th- yeah, there was more than one funny bit in it, but but we ain't got time. We ain't got time to go through it. We'll have a look at. Have a listen to our Aaron Anderson episode. You'll find that. And go and check out Mag's podcast because it's good. What's uh, give Mag's podcast a, uh, a, a shout out then? Because you're just saying give Mag's podcast. What what's his podcast? Hang on a second. Mags, he's got, he's we're going to give you a shout. He's out, got a mate, few. But, um... I said I'd mention your story because you sent me. Uh, he's done a podcast all about that actual incident. Wow, which is very good. Put a link up. Hang on, hang on. Hang Put on. a link up, Mag's. We want people to to read your shit. And listen to your shit. So he, sent, he sent me a link, so we'll we'll put the link up um, 
to that whole story. Yeah, so he's got lots of podcasts. Badlands, Pod, Why We Watch, Smart... He's got many... He's got his finger in many pies. Yeah, yeah, you ought to wash your hands, mate. And that's not related to any of the recent wrestling-related episodes. Right. Um, we're getting there. We are. Don't fucking look just, at We're just looking to see how long we've got left, left to, to do. Oh, yeah, plenty of time. Right, so he, unsurprisingly, after... Almost getting stabbed to death, or and almost stabbing <laughs> Arm Anderson to death, he got released by um, WCW because yeah. they were like, "Well, who do we release? The bloke with all the friends, or the bloke without with the no friends. friends?" Yeah, yeah. And WWF at this time were pretty desperate, I'd say, and they took they could. The timing of that was yeah. was. They tried an experiment, which in. Pure wrestling terms should have been a success with people like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. The smaller wrestlers, yeah, are the better wrestlers. Well, it was, I mean, in he, the so land he, of the giants. So yeah, so he came back as. Um, so he came back in Shawn Michaels' bodyguard. Ninety six. Like ninety five, late ninety five. Yeah. After Shawn Michaels and Diesel kind of split, so Shawn, he came back as Shawn Michaels' bodyguard. The first in your house pay per view. He had a match with Diesel. Diesel was a champion. Uh, I think he cost um, just before that. Shawn Michaels had a match with Diesel for the title, and he distracted the ref, which cost Shawn Michaels a match. So then, not long after that, like the next night, he turned on Michaels and became a big heel, and then feuded with Diesel for the title. And it, it was at this point he was being psycho Sid rather psycho than psycho Sid. But the, I, I like I, again. I put a link to the music. I like the yeah the psycho Sid music. I, I bought that on CD back yeah. in the day. Wow. Wow, um, volume four. Yeah, so he had uh, there's matches with Diesel uh, that year. He's supposed to face Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam, but it ended up. I think again he was injured slash off doing other things. So that ended up that ended up getting switched to Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. Steve's playing the musical instrument on his bottle. He had a feud with Henry Godwin. <laughs> Which I I didn't go back and watch any of those matches. That uh, was that was the lowest that was the lowest point of Triple H's. That's the lowest well. point of, yeah, yeah. of <laughs> human civilization. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he uh yeah, he, he got involved with the million dollar man's sort of million dollar corporation. Feuded with Razor and I think he was part of the turn for one two three kids when he joined up with Million Dollar Man's Corporation. Yeah, and the Million Dollar Corporation was most notable for the crappiest heel turn of all time with Tatanka. Yeah. And was Ludwig Borger in the Million Dollar Corporation? That made Before that he was... He's an again, actual, he's another, an actual another, Nazi, isn't he? He's <laughs> dead. He's dead. He's which dead. is probably good, because I think he was a proper He, he was Nazi. very right-wing. Um, yeah. He actually got... Um, he stood for stood for Parliament in Finland and got yeah. voted in <laughs> under a... Very quite a far dodgy right. <laughs> right wing agenda, but and I don't think I'm 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 being out of order of saying that Finland has a long history of right wing behaviour. Well, um, they were they were the only other European country outside of the the axis of evil. The, yeah. the, the Japan, Italy, and Germany. Finland was the only other country that really. um stood with Germany. Yeah. I I and we were technically yeah 
still at war with Finland, Finland well, no. up until about 2014, Yeah, technically, although we obviously wouldn't. I used to work with a, a chap from Finland. Tero. Terror, yeah, yeah, Terror, yeah. Who yeah. got caught drinking a can of Stella on the way to work? Yeah, yeah. One morning, and he used to. Uh, after a few drinks, he used a taser on himself. Terror, <laughs> I, 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 we. When he left, I organised the whip round for him, yeah, and I, yeah. I bought him a bottle of absinthe because yeah. that I thought that seemed. Mm. And he probably drunk that by the time he got home. Yeah, or even mid shift probably. But he was possibly the maddest bastard I've ever met. Yeah. As a nurse. Well, that's those people, again, I don't know if we got any, we might have some followers in Finland. Well, again, another Mega City 4 anecdote. I bought myself a WWE Championship belt um, at the start of a tour in Europe. And we played Finland and we were were on our way to Finland um, via ferry going from Norway round to Finland and I defended my title on the cruise ship against a member of the Finnish army and won you won did you well that's (laughs) the main thing Um, I hit him with a chair (laughs) (laughs) this is real this is someone's real life this isn't something making that this is like yeah this this is real I actually had a, a that set to defending the title against a member of the Finnish army yeah I ended up hitting him with a chair legitimately and legitimately jumping off a table and yeah. dropping an elbow on him Jeez. when I was absolutely fucked out of my head. So I don't know. I probably hurt him enough, but I, we got um, Danny Brown, yeah. guitarist of Mega City 4, yeah. to make the three count. <laughs> that was a 24-hour period. It was a 20... Basically, we were there on this massive fucking cruise ship yeah. thing. With it was a it was a big fuck off thing. Twenty four hour journey going round the coast, and that yeah. was that was how we did it. Um, and it had like casinos, many bars, yeah, all things like it, it was just fucking immense. I'm going for a wee. So oh, I'm forced. Look, I'm not leading this thing. I'm the inexperienced wrestler, <laughs> and the bloke who's leading the fucking whole thing is just about to piss off. Right. He's going for a piss, and we're out in the garden, and he's going to have to walk through the entire house up the stairs to go for a piss. So I am forced to talk to you about God knows what for God knows how long, because there's no saying that I've got a house full of my my darling partner, my daughter, and my darling partner's son that all could be in the toilet at the same time. So he could be in a queue. So I don't know how long we're going to be able to fucking just talk shit. Um, I'm already running out of stuff to say. So I'm going to say that tour, um, I defended my belt on several occasions at most um, at most places around Scandinavia. All of those people seemed wed up for it. Um, we played a place called Uppsala, which is quite north in Sweden. Um, and it was almost permanently dark at that point in time, and I managed to defend my title in the gig in Uppsala twice in one evening. And these weren't sort of worked matches. People saw the belt and just think, who is this belt? And I said, it's mine. And then we were forced to fight 
properly for it, so it wasn't a worked match. So I probably defended my ma- my title about <laughs> four or five times, God. legitimately fighting people in Scandinavia. Yeah. Um, and then when it my stupidity outdid their stupidity, we got one of the band to count them one, two, three, and I retained my title. Andy's obviously not had a piss or has had a very small piss. I have, a, yeah. Well I think done. I think we should. I know we don't talk about time. Mm-hmm. I think we should maybe do. Because uh, how, how are we doing? We're for doing time? all right for time. Just we've fucking got, get on with it. I've You've got had a quite piss. a lot. Uh, Crack on then. We've got nine minutes. minutes. Oh, 20 minutes. Yeah, get oh, on yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Just I thought we had like. Fucking... <laughs> the man's a fucking imbecile. Right. Where did we get to? I quite, we quite just a nice got wee there. defended my European title all around Europe while you had a piss. Right, so. Um, so, yeah, so he, he walked out after. Um, Feuding with Razor and got involved that one, two, three quid uh, feud. Then he re-emerged in '96 because the Wario came back. Then he buggered off, so he was more reliable than the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Which is uh, how the world is. Uh, yeah. How bad's the world when you are judged as more reliable than the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah. So he had the um, a match with a British Bulldog at SummerSlam '96, which I've got literally no recollection of at all. Um, SummerSlam 96 yeah was that the Lex Express thing no that was after that one no I think yeah. it was the Lex Express 96 yeah I don't know so no, when, did, when did Nitro start 95 because Lugo was back in Nitro he was on the first Nitro Lugo, wasn't he no it's 93 wasn't it fuck yeah yeah, 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 yeah. oh man my time, way off. my time frame's all over long the place this is, why I, this is why I lead it like this see um, so right about this time so in this time period it was supposed to be the original plan was for Vader to beat Shawn Michaels to win the title. That's the one. But they yeah, yeah. they scrapped that. I think because of because Shawn Michaels is a fucking pussy. Yeah, he was he was a, not a particularly nice character back then. So they had a match um, on one of the in your houses, and Sid beat Vader to become number one contender. And then at Survivor Series, he beat Shawn Michaels to win the world title. Well, I because think the original plan was for that to be. Vader, Vader, but he didn't want to work with him. No. And then things started... Things started coming... The, the build-up was for Royal the Royal Rumble, Rumble yeah. in San Antonio yeah. for him to get it back. It was strange. That, again, that... I think that Survivor Series, it was in New York. So Michaels was getting wrangly fucking booed. Oh, I can't remember that. Sid, Sid was, was coming down like... It was like, Sid's going <laughs> to be fucking winning. Yeah. But he looked, again, it probably helped... When we get for this is probably of his career. This is the best period of his career, I'd say. Because he was working with Shawn Michaels, and Bret Hart. he could fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. He could make me look like and a the under, and the Undertaker, champion. yeah. So you have three main, you have three big main opponents in this like year period, and it was Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, and the Undertaker. Yeah, who who can all work? Made him like a million off. dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this match, he, testament uh, to those three wrestlers yeah. rather than Sid. Yeah, but he beat Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series. This is when he hit um, Jose LaFaro with the, with, with, the, the, with the camera. And they're like, again, they can't say he's having a heart attack on TV. No, so because we've like, learned since Fritz von Eric, haven't his we? Heart's, he's, he's clutching his chest. He may be having, a, he may be having an episode with his chest. <laughs> and Vince is going, his heart may be damaged. His heart may be damaged. We can't say he's having a heart attack. But, <laughs> but it was only at the end of the match when the paramedics came down. They didn't come down during the match. And Sean was obviously... 
distracted. I know it's not real. But, but I I felt like catching a flight to New York to yeah. take a troponin. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. Blood. ECG. On, on, you, could have take, you could have taken the ECG. I could have done the. Yeah. Uh, the troponin. Probably, but I think I'm better at taking blood than you are. Get fucked. I fucking am, mate. I Get. Am. I am. I am, mate. I am. That's like that's as ridiculous as you saying that you've got when was last time more you said blood? hair than me. Hmm? When was the last time you took a blood sample? Uh, about two weeks ago. Oh, okay. I keep my fucking skills. I'm up sure to you date, do. Mate. When was the last time before that? But basically, at this I do about twenty times at, at, so. at this time, yeah. we when Andy and I worked together first, we were both healthcare assistants. Yeah. Um, Andy's still a healthcare assistant. I am a nurse and manager now. I'm not so Andy, Andy's but... career has turned out to be um, Joey Mags. Well, and I have turned out to be Shawn Michaels. If you come in the hospital in a, in a life-threatening situation, you need someone to get intravenous access on you. I'll get a nurse to do it. I think I'll be. No, I'm going to the BRI then. Oh, mate. <laughs> well, hopefully we never have to find out, do we? Right? <laughs> so, uh, so he won the title from Shawn Michaels. And the next pay-per-view, he beat, he beat Bret Hart. Yeah. And that was... that. If there's any doubt that the, the plan was for Vader to win the title, that In Your House was called It's Time. <laughs> and he wasn't yeah, even yeah. on the car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so like, actually. The, 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 the insult to him was they didn't even change the name yeah, of it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he had, so then he lost at the Rumble. But that, that, when he beat Bret Hart, that was, it was kind of, even then they were kind of, the plan, even though Sid had taken Vader's place, the plan was always to get to Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart at WrestleMania, which didn't happen in the end, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, so, I think in that match, it was Shawn Michaels probably cost Bret Hart the match and Sid powerbombed him in. Um, so, yeah, and then Shawn Michaels won at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bret Hart became number one contender after doing the final four in your house. That thing. was a great, that was a great, Forgotten yeah. gem of a little pay per view of that that final four because that final four match was was, was great, yeah. really a fucking great match. Because uh, yeah, Shawn Michael, that's when he lost his smile, wasn't it? In between, yeah, because he was supposed to drop the title to um, Bret Hart when he hit WrestleMania. Yeah. He didn't want to do it. No, no. Okay. So yeah, he did the. F- um, so Sid got it back. I think he beat. Did he beat? He must have beat Bret Hart, did he? I'm not sure. You, I think you, he did. You did a lot of writing. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he beat Bret Hart and lost it at um, WrestleMania. But there was a match before that WrestleMania where it was a cage match with Sid and Bret Hart, yeah. and so there was. They both had matches lined up, so I think Bret would have fought Sid, but. Sean, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was outside the ring trying to make sure that Sid won so that he could fight Brett. Yeah. And Undertaker was outside the ring trying to make sure that Brett won so that he could fight Sid. Yeah. So in the end, I think Brett won, obviously, and then he went to Brett, uh, went to Sid and the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Did I get that right? 13. Yeah, <laughs> I got that right. WrestleMania 13. was Sid yeah, and the Undertaker at yeah. WrestleMania and the Undertaker won. Yeah. So... In a, yeah... Not a brilliant match, but um, 
as good as you're going to get. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think from a wrestling standpoint, the his an initial title win was probably his best wrestling performance because I think Sean. Yeah. The dynamic was there with with Sean. Yeah, well, he never had the any big guy, small guy dynamic, and he could make you look good anyway. Yeah. I think Bret Hart was limited in who he could make look good. When he had the right person, he could make people. Yeah. Even crap people if they were. Of a a style that he could work with, yeah. I, I think Shawn Michaels could have good matches with more people than Bret Hart. Even though I probably would say on uh, that Bret Hart was the better actual wrestler. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it did make sense because again, yeah, yeah. Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart was consistent. I mean, he could turn yeah. it out against where Michael sometimes wasn't switched on, wasn't infused, yeah. didn't want to work like. Like his stuff with Vader, he could have made a, a he could have had some amazing matches against Vader, but he yeah. j- he just didn't want to. So he, after this, he didn't do. He, he kind of drifted around a bit, and he was supposed to be in that uh, Canadian Stampede Survivor Series match uh, in your house, but he four matches on that card. Yeah, good card as on it. Yeah, I'll do that at some point. That'd be a treat. That'd be yeah, a yeah, pleasure yeah. to do that. But it's just four matches on yeah. that card. But he was supposed to be... each match was fucking yeah. amazing. He was supposed to be... Well, Goldust took his place. Yeah. Um, and then he returned to WCW in 99 after a couple of years. We got... We got we got likes off of that tweet from Dustin Rhodes as well. We did. We? Did you see that? Did you know yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I did. But that's our mate Jake yeah. at Wrestle News, I think it is. He's done a lot of... Uh, He's done some good custom artwork for a lot of people, and I asked him if he'd do some for our podcast. Yeah, he did and great. Said, great. great Jake, thank yeah. you very much, mate. And Dustin that was, liked that was, it, and I yeah. did a link to the episode. Yeah, and I saw, I saw, about I Dustin, and I listened to that episode, oh. and that was the one you did, like a twenty-five minute anti AEW Orange Cassidy rant. So, well, if uh, anyone related to AEW, listen to that. Then that's probably they, those. They liked it. Um, the AEW. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unrestricted they liked that picture. It. I'm not sure if they'd have gone back and listened to the podcast. No, it probably didn't. Good job, and, and Probably Dustin didn't go and listen to it as no. well. But cheers for the like, Dustin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he returned to WCW in mid 99. Came back, Great American Bash. We're getting into some pretty. On the scale of ropey stuff, this is. Yeah, this, this is, is highly uh, ropey. We're, we're going to gloss over a lot of this. So, we joined up with. It was Macho Man versus Kevin Nash. For the title in 1999, mind Savage looks. We have to examine some of this. He Savage is fucking like roided up to the yeah yeah the gills he he really with is. a dyed black beard and yeah. And he had three women with him. So he had gorgeous, gorgeous George, George, Medusa, and Miss Madness, who was Molly Holly. Damn right, yeah. yeah. Fuck's sake. Oh, I mean, it's horrendous match. It is. But Sid come back at the end and powerbombed Nash. Um. Then he was they <laughs> set him off on this streak. So obviously Goldberg had the streak and Sid had a streak, which by got week by nine. week he was like going up by a hundred per week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he just come down and just power on people after a match, and that would be added to his streak, and it led to a, a feud with Goldberg and a match with Goldberg. Eventually, he won the U.S. title, beating Chris Benoit, and then feuded with Goldberg, and lost the U.S. title. But that was the end of his streak. Yeah. Of a million. Then he was a face two thousand and he was chasing the world championship. He says about a match with Brett. Brett was like concussioned out. 
So they changed it to Sid versus Benoit for the title, which Benoit won. And then left. Probably. Benoit left the next <laughs> night, basically. Uh, and then, oh, then we're getting to fucking... So the next night, it was announced that it was going to be... Sid's foot was under the rope. So Kevin Nash, who'd, the previous night, who'd beaten Terry Funk in 1999. In 1999, he was already in his mid-70s. You going to the toilet? Yeah, I'm going. To become the WCW the uh, commissioner. Um, so Kevin Nash said that Sid would need to beat Braun and Don Harris, who are both, I think they're both Nazis as well. Um, if he could do that, he would get a, na- a match with Kevin Nash for some reason for the title. Sid won the match um, and then won the title. But then on Thunder, a few nights later, Nash stripped Sid of the title because he pinned the wrong. Harris brother. Um, so then on Nitro, Sid had to beat Kevin Nash and the other Harris brother again to win the title. I mean, we I, I want to do more WCW stuff, NWA stuff, but this late WCW is in these it's fucking horrendous stuff. Everybody goes on about the the demise of WCW and how bad those last two years were. I mean, this is fucking terrible stuff it was like this from week to week some of the booking some of the random people turning up and again I'm not going to go on to some of the stuff Sid did after that because it's, it's, it gives me too much of a headache to even think about it he um he broke his leg in a four corners match for the world title which was it was Rick uh, Scott Steiner Sid Jeff Jarrett and Road Warrior Animal in a four corners match for the world title and I think everyone's seen that clip where he lands on his leg and it snaps basically in half. And that was it. He didn't wrestle again after that. He turned up on a couple of old rules later on. I think he beat Heath Slater up one night. And that was it. That was the end of his career. Uh, Steve's gone to the toilet. Um, I haven't, I've never been to Finland or wrestled for a, a, a fake WWF title. But we've got to come to the end of Sid's career. It's finished. Have we broken his leg yet? Yeah, yeah, I've just done that. But yeah, his leg's broken. So. His leg's broken. That was it. He came back on Raw. Um, somebody wanted me to mention. There was, later. There was a, a bit of an urban legend about him having a... Otter, was it? Or a, something it was like a that. was a squirrel. A squirrel, yeah. Apparently, the went everywhere pants, with him. He? And then he bet somebody that he could put it down his trousers for a minute and it yeah. bit his bollocks. yeah. Is that is that real or is that a, like an urban? I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't make it would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. And again, he he likes his softball, which was uh, you know, people got our interest, haven't we? No. No. Okay. Nobody's got so, any yeah. interest. So, oh, should we? That was it. So, what 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 would your? Uh, is that improved your opinion of Sid? No. <laughs> Has it improved your opinion of mankind and the human race? No. 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 So we failed on those counts. Yeah. 58, I think 58 fucking percent of you. I hope you're fucking that year, pleased with yourself. There's very few people who can say, well, actually, in that kind of time period, yeah. there's a lot of people who were booked better in WWF than they were in, in WCW. But that one, that year, when he had his matches with Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, and The Undertaker, he looked good. They made him look good. To be honest, 
one of the few times that that somebody was booked better in WWE. Yeah. But to be honest, Sid was more of a WWE yeah, type wrestler yeah, anyway, yeah. wouldn't he? So it yeah. sort of makes sense that they knew a little bit better what I to think do Vince with would. Uh, he, he he couldn't wrestle to save his ass. No. He looked like a million dollars, but had fucking ten cents worth of time. And his legendary promos. The uh, I'm I know you're a half. I'm I <laughs> you're you're. Uh, Half the man, I'm twice the man you are, and I only have half the brain you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and with Jim Ross, he w- he's like, "Oh, uh, cut this promo because I will start he w- again." He's generally a fucking shit promo. <laughs> this is life. This is <laughs> this is life. Talking, talking, yeah, talking really quietly with his teeth clenched. Yeah, saying basically, was the king and the <laughs> Yeah, but that worked I think in that little time and then period. When, but when he shouted, yeah. It all went to fucking pot, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. Because he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Him and... If, if you wanted to have the worst feud, yeah. promo-wise, ever, you'd have him yeah. versus Scott Steiner. Yeah. And probably match-wise as well. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. at that point. Right, next week then. Next week, we're going to do the first ever Clash of the Champions. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be amazing. Clash of the Champions basically were free to view on... TBS um, television, which basically furthered some feuds. It was a free sort of ninety-minute yeah. thing. So if you want to do a watch along, you could do a watch along. You can we you could can... do a watch along. So we we'd be watching it at the same time. Obviously, I won't be part of that because I I no I won't like be part people. of it either. We'll just t- we'll, we'll watch it and you can kind of join in with us. So it is what's on the card it is. We've got Mike Rotunda versus Jimmy Gara, Midnight Express versus the Fantastics, Road Warriors and Dusty Rhodes against the Powers of Pain and Ivan Koloff, <laughs> Luger and Wyndham versus Iron and Tully, and Flair versus Sting. So we've I got mean, some, we've got some good matches hell. on there. So we've got yeah. some stuff to go. Um, it's been interesting for the last couple of weeks. Me actually piggybacking the Bang Man Podcast Twitter account. I've made some. I've made some um, salient points. Yeah. Um, I will be dipping back out again because I've now started reading stuff that makes my blood boil. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to leave it at that. So thanks for, for thanks for listening. We will be doing this. Um, it's episode 16 with this Sid Vicious. We'll be 17 next week, yep. which will be the Clash of the Titans. So thank you very much for listening. Take care of yourselves over the week. Stay safe with all this COVID bollocks. And... Um, from Steve and Andy, go along and and be safe in the knowledge that it's just Andy. Cheers. Cheers. Love you.